0: So today, um, I'm going to just spend some time, today and next Sunday both, just talking about, you wouldn't think that this is what I'd say because I usually don't say this, but I'm going to talk about the devil. I'm going to be talking about the devil himself, which, you know, the Bible uh, says he's a defeated foe. Uh, Some people don't even believe there is a devil. It's just kind of an imagination or a figure of speech or some fairy tale or whatever. But the devil's real, and uh, he's been real from the beginning. Uh, uh, Other names for him are Satan or Lucifer. Throughout the Bible, he's mentioned many, many times. And uh, I I, I wanna talk about him because, and, and I'm gonna read this scripture, the whole context of the scripture in a moment. But the Bible says to give the devil no place. Well, today that's my title, give no place, no place. Uh, give the devil no opportunity in your life. Um, like I said, some people don't even believe in the devil, but, but I feel like there's times we do want to talk about him all the time because he's defeated. He actually has no ability and no power to... Uh, affect us in this life except what we give him and today i'm just going to talk about uh, ways to give the devil no place in your life to give him no opportunity to 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 affect your life and to control your life because he can the Bible's real clear about it he can control your life if you allow him to And the main way that we allow him to control us is through ignorance, through not knowing God's ways. When you know God's ways and you believe those ways and you implement those ways, the devil has no place. And I'm going to show you through Scripture uh, some ways to give him no place in your life. Um, I'm going to read uh, this week, uh, today, and next week also. I'm going to read kind of as a foundation passage Uh, in Ephesians chapter 4 and I'm going to start with the 22nd verse and it says that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness therefore putting away from you lying let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another the next verse says be angry and do not sin do not let the sun go down on your wrath nor give place to the devil well in this passage and i want to i want to look at a few things in this passage here over the next few minutes But I want you to see two things, and and you'll hear it through the rest of my message today. There are two things that open you up to the devil having access in your life. And from this passage right here, it's lying, not being truthful, and being angry. You know, he says here, be angry and do not sin and don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So he's talking about anger and wrath, having a grudge, holding something against somebody, having an attitude, you know, with, with vengeance. Uh, because anger is defined as like having, having this internal anger to the point of wanting to take someone out, take someone's life is what it's really defined as. The, this, the, this wrath on the inside of you that, that really comes from the enemy but it comes through your thought life it comes through you imagining and thinking things that are a certain way which they're really not as you look in a couple of these verses as as we back up here he said he said be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to god in true righteousness and holiness He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind by putting on the new man, by learning the ways of God, by understanding who you are in God instead of listening to all the lies of the enemy. Because I'm telling you today, the devil is a liar. And he's nothing more than a liar. And everything that he does and says is a lie. Everything. I'm going to say it again. Everything that the devil does and says is a lie. He is a liar. To the very core of his nature, he is a liar. And he can't do anything that, that doesn't support lies. So if that's the truth, if there, if there are thoughts and ideas and things coming to your mind that are not from God, then they're lies from the enemy. They're either The thoughts that we get come either from God or from the ways of the world. And the Bible says He's the God of this age. He, he's the God that rules this world or the thinking of this world. And that's why He said here, He said here, He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and take on God's way of thinking and, and learn who God really is so that you don't have to... To, to be a participant with lying and anger and wrath. We don't, we don't want to give the devil place. We don't want to find ourselves yielding to the devil's thoughts and his ideas and his ways because his ways are destructive ways. <clears throat> you know, people. a lot of people say, well, you know, God's in control of everything. So destruction and sickness and all these things that happen all through the world. And, and, you know, even this, this pandemic, you know, that is been, well, you know, God's in control of everything. So he orchestrates all these kind of things. Well, you know, I have to say, and you may not agree with me, but I have to say that's absolutely not true. God is in not, not in control of making you sick or anybody else. He's not in control of putting viruses on your body or anybody else's body. So you know, God is not in control, but yet God has a plan. He has an ultimate plan, and that plan will be accomplished. Guaranteed, God's plan will be accomplished. And, and in the end, and everything that happens from here on out, God is desiring to see His plan accomplished. But will His plan be accomplished with you? Will His plan be accomplished with you in the middle of that? It depends on what you yield to. If you yield to God's ways, if you allow yourself to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, to take on God's ways of thinking and doing and operating, then you can be a part of God's plan in the earth and be a part of His ultimate plan that will be accomplished. You know, it may look like that the enemy has the upper hand today with all the ugly and the the bad that's going on. But I promise you, God is in control of His plan. There wouldn't be sickness and disease or anything else if all of mankind, there wouldn't be bad on the earth if all of mankind did God's plan. But the truth of the matter is, all of us have yielded at times to the thoughts and the ideas of the enemy. Um, The Merriam-Webster's definition of the word yield is to surrender or relinquish to the physical control of another or to hand over possession of. I'm going to read that again. To yield is to surrender or relinquish control of another or hand over possession of whatever you have to someone else. In other words, when we're yielding to the person of the Holy Spirit, we're saying, Lord, be in control of my life. Show me, you know, give me the wisdom and understanding that I need to navigate through life the way you want me to navigate so that your will and your plan be accomplished in my life. God has a destiny, He has a plan for you, for you and me, for all of us. But it depends on what we yield to. You can either yield to the Holy Spirit or yield to the ways of the enemy to surrender or to relinquish control of your life to the enemy is absolute destruction there's a verse of scripture in john 10 10 and it says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Jesus came to give us absolute abundant life. But there's a thief out there, there's an enemy that is against our lives trying to convince you. Actually, the devil's out there working overtime to get you to yield to him instead of God or to the Holy Spirit. And and yet... He has access, because we see it in this verse of Scripture here, He has access into your and my life. But we can resist Him. We can give Him no place. As as the Scripture said earlier, we can give Him no place. But it depends on what we yield to in different situations in life. Many times when times are difficult, people yield to wisdom from the enemy ideas from the enemy from from the devil from the world's way of thinking people yield to the world's way of thinking and the world's way of thinking won't get them out of the situation that they're in and i promise you there is a devil out there and he's working overtime to convince you to yield to his way of thinking and operating instead of god's way you know all of us as we're born into this world we, we deal with a sin nature that's in this world. And so all of us have things that have been programmed into us, depending on how you were raised or who, who raised you and, 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 and grew you up and helped you along the way. You know, there's a lot of different ideas out there that are not God ideas. And, and so that's why he said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and take on the ideas and the attributes of God so that you can discern the difference along the way about what is God or what's the enemy. What's God's ideas? What's the enemy's ideas? It depends on what you yield to. God's ways are life. And I'll just tell you this, when you choose life, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundant. And when you choose life every day in every situation that you face, then the enemy out there that is trying to steal and kill and to destroy in your life, he can't do it. You know why? Because he's already defeated. The Bible says the Son of God, Jesus, was manifested for one reason. That was to destroy the works of the devil and to redeem mankind. And I tell you today, Jesus didn't halfway do it. He didn't leave some stuff out. There's some things in your life that weren't covered. Everything was covered. And when we choose Jesus and we choose life every day, when we face difficult situations, the enemy cannot steal from you. He cannot kill you, can't destroy you. He can't do it. And, and yet he works overtime to convince you that those things that he brings to your, to your, across your path and into your life are more real than God's promises. When you see a situation when you see a circumstance that is before you, that is not good, it, you know, it, it looks like there's no way out. Well, I'm telling you, God's already made a way for you. And that's what we have to submit to is God's way. That's why we have to be renewed, as the scripture said, in the spirit of our mind. Take on His ways. You have to grow in that. You have to develop that. If not, then the ways of the world, the ways of the enemy will prevail and will continually lead you. You can be born again, and you, you can love Jesus and love God, but if you're not renewing your mind with the Word of God on a day-to-day basis, the, the enemy, will, he, he will defeat you one situation after another because of what you're giving into, what you're yielding to. That definition of, of, of yield that I gave you a moment ago is to surrender to and to relinquish control of your life. I don't know about you, but that's not a smart thing to do When you have the Savior of the world, you have the head of the church, Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you if you're born again. And if you're not, no greater time like today to get born again. But if He's living on the inside of you, why would you not want to develop a lifestyle of knowing Him and understanding Him in a greater way? So that you're not in your mind, in your thinking, giving in and yielding and relinquishing and surrendering control of your life to ideas and thoughts that don't line up with God. I'm not doing it. And I encourage you to give no place to the devil. <clears throat> you know, in, in the world we live in, everybody is, is you know, everybody has a tendency to be moved by how you feel um, you know you, you know people wear their emotions and their feelings on their sleeve and, it, and it's and it's very tempting in life to, to to just focus on how I feel to talk about how you feel well I feel this way Well, you know, I'm not feeling good here. I'm not feeling like this today. Today is a a bad day. And, And when you give in to your feelings, you're up one day, you're down the next, constantly. Well, we have the ability to not be moved by how we feel. That's what Jesus came to deliver us of, to not be moved by negative emotions, negative feelings. We don't have to be up and down one day to the next. We can be the same all the time but how does that happen? By by being renewed in the spirit of your mind with the way God thinks and operates. God knows you have emotions, but he doesn't want your emotions to lead you to control your life. He wants your emotions to be a part of you. Emotions are a good thing, but not not when they're wrapped around and controlled and and worked by, by the negativity of the world and the ways of the enemy out in the world to where, you know, all that has to happen in your life is somebody does something and you get worked up and you get emotional about it. And all of a sudden it's, it starts working in a negative way against you. And, and if you don't resist those negative feelings, saying things like this, feelings, you're not ruling in me. Negative feelings, I give you no place, not ever to rule in my life. I'm, believing the truth. The Bible says, you'll know the truth, and it's the truth that'll set you free. It'll set you free from negative emotions and negative feelings and 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 the way that, you know, if you think that things should be or or seem that they ought to be instead of really believing what the truth says. You and I have to realize how vitally important it is not to be moved by how we feel on a day-to-day basis you'll be talked out of all kinds of good things that God has for your life. In Psalm 23, in the fourth verse, David made this statement. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come me. <clears throat> he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Just because you're walking through difficult times doesn't mean that you have to give in to those difficult times. Just because you're having issues with with family members, with friendships, with people on the job, people at church, people wherever you go, just because you've got issues with people doesn't mean you have to give in to that. You, you, may, you may be going through some time in, some difficult time in your marriage or, or, in, or in other different types of relationships. I'm telling you, you don't have to give in to those things. Though he said, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil. Why? Because he didn't give in to it. You think that in, in those times that David had emotions and had feelings when he was walking through difficult times? David had some good times, but I'm telling you, that guy went through some really difficult times. People trying to kill him and take him out. I mean, deceived into, into killing other people that shouldn't have been killed. I mean, he did, he did some crazy things, but he always had a heart for God. And he always came back to the things of God. He had a, an attitude and a heart that would always repent. He'd always come back to God. And, and you don't. I'm telling you, when, when Saul was trying to kill David and trying to take him out, you don't think he had emotions involved in that? You don't think that he had feelings that were all over the place? I'll just tell you this, you can be emotional, you can have feelings, you can be afraid, and still in the midst of it, resist it, command it to go, and it has to flee. The Bible says, resist the devil, and he has to flee. Remember, what we're talking about today is giving no place to the devil, to the enemy, in any situation in our life. And I'm telling you, he's involved in anything that is negative against your life. I'm just telling you, you don't have to try to think that he's involved. I'm telling you, he's involved and he works overtime to convince you that there's nothing you can do about it. But we can. As we're renewed in the spirit of our mind, as we take on God's way of thinking and doing and operating in the earth, as we choose life, then his killing and stealing and destroying has to stop because we choose life, we resist him and he has to flee. When David was going through the, walking through the valley of the shadow of death, through whatever difficult time or times that he was walking through, he had a lot of emotion, but he turned to God and God delivered them. You can be afraid of something right in the midst of the fear and right in the midst of it, whatever you're facing, whatever you're looking at and staring at in a a specific situation you can resist that fear and command that fear to leave you. Fear, you have no place in my life. God hasn't given me fear. I don't receive it, and I resist you, and I command you to flee. The Bible says we can do that. I mean, you, you say, well, I, I just don't believe that. Have, have you ever done that? Have you ever tried that? Have you ever, have you ever attempted to put something like that into action? I mean, what, what, would be the, what would be the reverse of that? What, what else would we say if we didn't say things like that? Then we would give in to the emotion. Oh my gosh, this thing that I'm going through. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, David could have said that, yeah. But he didn't because he trusted God. He turned toward God. His focus was on God and he believed God. And he believed in God. And listen, it's no different today. God lives inside of us if we're born again, if we accept Him and receive Him. And He wants to be the one that can lead us through anything that we face. I don't care what you face today. He wants to lead you through it. And today I want to end with this verse of Scripture. This is a great verse. You know, I just said, resist the devil and he will flee. Well, in John 14, in the 30th verse, Jesus said this, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world, that's what Jesus called the devil, is the ruler of this world, is coming, and he has nothing in me. Jesus said that. The devil has nothing in me. In other words, words, what Jesus was saying is, I didn't yield to him. Was Jesus tempted to yield to him? Oh, man. Jesus had many opportunities to yield to the devil, but he didn't yield to him. He said, he's coming and he's got nothing in me. There's no fear in me with him. There's nothing. I've not allowed my emotions or my feelings to get stirred up to the point that I've chosen to do other things other than the will of God. Jesus said a number of different times in so many words. He said, I only came to this earth to do the will of my father. Whatever the Father has told me to do, that's what I'm going to do. And he didn't allow his emotions to get stirred up to the point that he found himself, you know, making decisions and and actions coming from his life that were not pleasing to God. And why? Because he didn't yield to the devil. You and I have the ability to not yield to the devil by choosing the life that Jesus paid for for us. He liberated us and he delivered us. That definition of the word yield is to surrender and to relinquish everything to another. Today I'm declaring, I relinquish everything in my life, the control of everything in my life. I relinquish it to Jesus Christ. I'm not saying that like I'm getting born again today. I'm born again. I'm saying that today. I may say it tomorrow. I may say it next week and and five weeks from now and in a year from now and 10 years from now, I may say that. Lord, I'm relinquishing everything into your control. Every time you see yourself trying to hold on to things, trying to control things in your life, I promise you, you're not a good leader of your life. God is by the Holy Spirit. He'll help you to the point that you'll look like you're a good leader, but you're not a good leader without his wisdom and understanding. So I encourage you today, I encourage you today to give no place to the devil in any way, shape or form, to give no place to his ideas, his ways of thinking and yielding yourself to his fear and torment in difficult times Him trying to convince you there's no way out of this situation. God doesn't have the answer. That's a lie. Everything that He'll come and whisper in your ear and tell you about things like that, they're absolute lies. And you can can believe that everything that He says, you can believe the opposite. You can believe the opposite of everything that He says because that's all He knows. All He is is lies. All Jesus is is the truth. Today, I'm, I'm rejoicing and believing that you're living your life from today on, giving the devil no place in the name of Jesus. Amen.